When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. In other words, they already decided the verdict before the trial. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Judas which had betrayed him when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. That meant that Judas knew that Jesus was not guilty of anything but he betrayed him anyway for for money all right and they said what is that to us see thou to that and he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself the chief priest took the silver pieces and said, it is not lawful for to put them into the treasury because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel and bought them or, or bought with them the porter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore that field was called the field of blood unto this day. I said that this is an unusual text for a resurrection morning because, you know, resurrection is a celebration. Good Friday is more of a reflection. However, the Holy Spirit quickened this scripture to me. And I'm calling this brief exhortation before we commune with the Lord the price of blood. Amen. It is so important that we look at the mysteries contained in all the stories we read Amen. so that God will continue to develop us Amen. in spirit and in truth. You can sit here this morning and condemn Judas and feel that he did a terrible thing, when if you look closely, we have all done the same thing. But the amazing thing about this matter is that when you understand what happened, then you will understand what is happening to you and I. 
It started with a thought, a disagreement. The Bible didn't tell us what it was. Think about it. How could you be with Jesus Christ with no sin in him? I said he was so sinless that he arrived on, at Calvary with a sinless blood. We are yet going to celebrate him for that. Amen. 33 and a half years. And he didn't sin once. Come on, try that for one hour. Why would I even go for an hour? Five minutes. <laughs> and yet, you are with the Son of God and the snake could crawl into your garden and put something in you and you hold it and you nurse it until it opened a legitimate door for Satan. There are some things that you do you will agree that you had help. Okay? I got a whisper of an amen. Watch. The Bible says that as soon as Jesus gave Judas the sop, he combined the bread and the wine. He took the bread, dipped it in the wine, and gave to Judas. He said the moment he ate it, Satan entered him. And empowered him to be able to Go through with it. And many times, you and I have done things because you had help. And particularly in a house like this where we all commune with the Lord all the time, you don't know what has happened to you based on what mess you are allowed to sit on your mind. His own testimony said, I have betrayed innocent blood. So what happens to you and I? We're on the other side of the war. Jesus has paid. You, we got saved. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. But the same snake comes. To bring one issue or another. Until... When you commune with the Lord, it grants him access. Why? Because what's in your mind disagrees with what you are receiving. Why did I call it the price of blood? Yes, the 30 pieces of silver was the price of blood that Judas received. But for us, he's coming at us with everything. He's offering you this. He's offering you that. If you look at the last 30 years in American Christianity, most people have come to church for what they can get. They never came to worship God. They didn't come to serve God. They've come for one thing or another. And how do you know that's what you came for? If God doesn't do it, you go back to Satan. You quit reading your Bible. You quit praying. What is happening with you? You are holding on to your life. You won't release it to God. You have conditions. You have conditions. That's why you don't have that song. 
That's why those tears don't come. Because you still have a reserve. You are in the house. Hey, I, I keep thinking about how could Judas be among the, the brothers Amen. with the Lord Jesus himself. And he was the only one who had a silent disagreement. And many times, you don't know you have them until you get away from us. That's what I tell the children that go to school. Then all of a sudden you start running into things that you didn't plan. And before long, another person rises up. That's not the one that was here. Okay. You're really quiet. So the price of blood, Judas got money. And the Holy Spirit said, what did you get? What has Satan paid you with? To steal this joy that you once had. To steal this excitement about him. I told you that it's a God-given place in your life. That don't let anybody get in there. And when anything or anything or car or house or whatever it is you're talking about. When you see it going there, you start crying out to God. Lord, no, no, no. I don't want that. No. I'd rather not have it. Let me keep you. Hallelujah. Let me keep you. I don't want to lose my sonship. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Instead of me losing you, take me home now. Hallelujah. I'd rather enter into eternal life at 65 than end up in hell at 85. I'm going home. Hallelujah. He said that Judas returned the money. He said, man, hey, here is the money you all paid me. He said, because I have betrayed innocent. That meant he knew Jesus was Innocent. You need to hear me. He knew Jesus was innocent. Watch. Hear, hear the Holy Spirit in this few, few moments of exhortation. He said, your heart of hearts know that I am the King of kings. I am the Lord of lords. There is no other God beside me. All things are possible with me. He said, your heart of hearts know that. Then why are you still doubting? Then why are you still afraid? It cannot be both. It's either he's all that or he's nothing at all. I am preaching better. I don't care whether you shout. Are you hearing me? You ought to declare him innocent this morning. Holy this morning. Faithful this morning. Glorious. Hallelujah. This is the good news that I have for you this morning. The chief priests rejected Judas's offering. But I promise you. That there is a high priest 
this morning at the right hand of God. That whatever Satan handed you, you can give it back. This morning I said, Lord, I changed my mind. I'm sorry for selling you out. I return back to you. Hallelujah. He will accept your offering. Yes, I was insane for a minute, but I'm back to my senses. I thought, I thought there was a way here, but I see there's no way here. I left the fountain of living waters, and I'm chasing broken systems. I'm coming back to you. Hallelujah. He said he will take that, that thing back from you. Whatever price you got paid, you can give it back this morning and take your sonship back. Take your joy back. Take the Holy Ghost back. Take your breakthrough back. Hallelujah. It's only the fake high priest that will not accept their repentance. That's how I know people that are not called of God. Amen. When a man confesses their sin, yes. they judge them. It's mm. a fake high priest. Amen. Amen. But when you're called of God, when a man said, you know, I messed up and I'm ready to do it right. There's something in you of Jesus, the true shepherd that comes and grabs them by the hand. So come on, let's fight. We're going to win this thing. Hallelujah. We have an intercessor. At the right hand of God. Woo! He will pray you through this. Whatever you got paid, let's give him back. This high priest will take what Satan gave you and restore you. But you notice, I, I was going to read it, and he said, no, read this one that I'm talking to you about, because he said, after Peter had publicly denied him, he cursed and swore that he never knew him. <laughs> But the Bible said, he went outside. When he heard the cock crow, he said he wept bitterly. You need to ask God this morning, may I get the tear that Peter got? May I weep the same way? Let me not be part of this generation. That has both hands in their pocket, saying, well, Lord, according to 1 John 1, 9, you said, if I confess my sins, you are faithful to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. I am the righteousness of God. That's the way our generation repents. I don't want to mess up your resurrection morning. I said, but why is it that Islam is growing with a false religion? 
And, and we have the truth. And we are struggling. But watch their mode of worship. They're tapping into a spiritual law that God set in the universe. That when a man humbles himself, he's exalted. While they're bowing down and hitting their head on the ground, worshiping a false god. We're standing up and bragging. Hallelujah. I preached a message some years ago overseas. And I was showing them that every time Jesus worked a major miracle, whoever came to him fell at his feet. Even rulers, centurions, he said they fell at his feet. And the moment a man bows, no devil can hold you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When God finds the humility necessary, he will rebuke Satan. He will say, Satan, take your hands off my son. Take your hands off my daughter. Ask the Lord for those tears. What did Satan pay you to turn against him? You can give it back. It's the price of blood. You can see the stupidity of religion. They said they couldn't take the money back because if they put it in the treasury, it will mess up the treasury but it was you that paid it. Uh, we say that, there's a way they, they say it in Nigeria when we were growing up. They say that uh, you say that you are allergic to fish. You don't eat fish. Then they give you fish to split to the kids. And then you're using your mouth to split it. <laughs> Did you get it? Uh -huh. You see now, you, you, you said this money would defile the treasury, but you took it out of the treasury to pay for this thing, but it could not return. And history bears the word of God out because they said, let his blood be upon us and on our children. And and from that day till now, that curse is still running. The Jews are blessed, but nobody is hated as them. And that's why Hitler will come along and literally kill millions. And they're still paying for it. God TV put a local station in Israel. Broadcasting in Hebrew. And young people started getting saved. And the Israeli, uh, uh, what do you call it? Is it Knesset or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And they quickly passed the law that nobody can get saved without parental approval. They are still warring against him. And if they had a chance today, they would do it again. Yeah. In defense. Watch now. This one will get you. In defense of the yesterdays of God. It was God that gave Judaism. But you have to know when God has moved on. 
That's the problem with religion. Religion is stuck. The realm of the spirit is dynamic and ever flowing. That's why we can worship God for almost 20 years in this house. And no two services are the same. You can never say that this is the way it goes. Every Sunday he does something different. But religion is liturgic. It's the same scriptures. The same song. The same. No. God wants fresh. Hallelujah. I wonder this resurrection morning. Because you appreciate your salvation. Because you love what God has done through Jesus in your life. I wonder this morning. Do you have a shout? A song? That's a shout. They should come out of this house. Said Judas went and hung himself. You don't have to kill yourself. The blood has been shed. When Jesus said to him that the Son of Man goeth as it is written of him, he said, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. He said, it's better for him that he he had never been born. Why is that? That was pre-blood. And Satan had to kill Judas before the blood was shed. Had he held on for a few hours, as soon as the blood came out of Jesus and touched the earth, Judas would have found his way out of the clutches of Satan. And I'm telling you this morning, it doesn't matter what clutch is binding us. The blood has been shed. We can get free. We can get loose. Satan will not kill us. Hallelujah. It's such a timely message, beloved, and it fits this season. The price of blood. The struggle you have in your life and in your walk with God <clears throat> is that things, everything has been paid for. God has paid for everything. However, your reality does not bear witness. It takes faith to unlock what has been paid for. And when you understand it, you see that you need to give your faith the leg to stand on. What is that leg? You receive in your own heart that what you are believing for has already been paid for. It's already done. This this is a revolution, but it's so simple. It's a minor tweaking, but it gives you the foundation to stand on. So instead of wondering when God will heal you or when God will answer you or when when you're going to get a breakthrough, You go from there to start thanking God out of conviction because you believe that it has been done. Regardless of the rough and tumble of it, I call it rolling with the punches. 
because it cost him the most precious thing that he has, and that is a sinless blood that the Father provided in Christ Jesus. That's why we worship him. That's why we celebrate him. <clears throat> I referenced in this message that they took the 30 pieces of silver because they called it the price of blood and bought a burying place for strangers <laughs> because they did not deem him worthy. You know, remember Isaiah prophesied that we esteemed the Lord Jesus stricken of God, but not God's sacrifice that he gave for us. But we viewed him as somebody who was judged of God for being wrong. That's where the Jews are. And they are still there today. And they've missed every blessing contained in Christ. And for those of us who are New Testament believers, the same snake crawls into our garden and into our lives to convince us that the price has not been paid. And then we approach God in unbelief, thinking we're in faith. And I say it again, when you receive that the price has been paid, when you receive that God has already done it, it changes the positioning of your faith. You open up fresh uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, panels to tap into the glory light, to receive energy, strength, encouragement for your faith. And you see, that's where I learned to just keep going. No matter how tough it gets, just keep going. You will run right into a breakthrough. Hallelujah. Because God rewards faithfulness. And when you see it, it says that a righteous man falls seven times and gets back up again. Why? Inherent in his spirit is resurrection power. I'm preaching about you regardless of how you feel. I'm preaching about you regardless of what's going on. I'm preaching about you no matter how tough it is. That's what this resurrection season is all about. I will get up again. I will live again. I will win again. I will run and not be weary. I will walk and not faint. I celebrate the breakthrough you are receiving from the words I'm sharing with you. That's where the blessing is. By faith. Everything is released, and I celebrate in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we thank you for breakthroughs. We thank you for miracles. We thank you, hallelujah, that the price has been paid, and we are not waiting for it to happen. We are releasing it to happen by receiving that it has been done. Make that correction today and walk in the breakthrough that the blood of Jesus has paid for for you. In Jesus' mighty name, call the prayer line for a prayer of agreement. Put a seed in the ground. You have Zelle, you have Cash App, you have the website. We've given you every opportunity to connect with us around the world. Whether you're watching here in America or on TBN Africa or soon to come, all the networks around the world. We have an opportunity now to go on a network that will put us in 200-something countries. Wow. It is really a resurrection house for all nations. God bless you. We celebrate your breakthrough that the word I've shared has produced the miracle you've always been waiting for. God bless you. Remain rapturable. Remain blessed. In Jesus' name.